Switchmania Playcast. Welcome to episode 22 of the Switchmania Playcast, the JP less episode. <laughs> Ridiculous. So, JP has been canceling on me for the past few weeks, so I figured. I would give everybody a quick update on the Switch Collector, as well as all the crazy amount of games I've bought. Um, go at this one alone, see how it goes, and if everybody enjoys it, uh, let me know in the comments, and we will go uh, from there. Um, first of all, a little bit of housekeeping. I would like to thank listener uh, Ryan O'Connor. Uh, he sent an awesome 3D printed Switch item. It's like a little question mark block. Um, it was like blue with red on it. It was just like really, really cool. Um, definitely like um, holds little Switch cartridges. And it's such a cool item. Uh, definitely think it's um, pretty cool that he, he sent one of those over uh, as a thank you for the uh, podcast. And I want to record podcast episodes because just because JP is too busy, you know, posting giveaways and links to new Switch games, uh, he's just been super busy with all that, so he hasn't had time to record. Well, I am going to make time. I'm doing this right before a Halloween party. After Halloween, we're going to do a, a fun little Halloween thing. I'm going to basically put on a little bear suit. And so it's going to be pretty, pretty fun. Um, also, I want to say thanks for all the crazy five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts. Um, I know last week, or not last month, uh, when we recorded, we were at like 20, 30, whatever. We're over 164 five-star ratings. That is ridiculous, everybody. So thank you very much. Um, and I promise as soon as I can get JP on the horn, we will do an episode at least on Link's Awakening. Let's see if he has an excuse not to play Sydney Hunter after having an entire month to do two games. Um, and as you're about to see, I've played quite a few. Um, I've gotten over 20 pickups since the last recording, which is insane. Um, as I mentioned last time, I did end up picking up Dragon Quest XI. However, I haven't played it as much as I would have liked to. Because um, it's basically it's such a big game that I'm just going like from point A to point B. And it's so huge that like I think playing that demo that I was playing was like it was palatable like I knew that I was gonna get to a point where it would be done whereas I am probably haven't even scratched the surface I haven't I know I haven't gotten all the characters yet so I want to go back to it eventually that'd be amazing um then I got a game called Gakaido LE uh, originally a PS1 game that I had which is amazing and I then it was later released there was a version at least released on the Game Boy Advanced pretty sure that's a port of this one um this is the classic though i got it i'm pretty sure it was red art games and it showed up crushed they put it in a box and the box got crushed in shipping for a lot of people um however i just reached out to them and said hey my you know le box was crushed and they said oh no problem and they're gonna send out a new one it hasn't come out come yet but I'm assuming that they had to like reprint and it's not a small issue. So it's a huge, huge thing to ensure when you are sending out items to make sure they're properly packed. 
I personally, with Hagen's Alley Books, have had a lot of issues back and forth with shipping woes um, to the point now where I manually input each backer individually into my warehouse to ensure that everything is individually bubble wrapped and put in fitted boxes um, because I've had a nightmare myself and I completely <laughs> understand. So it may take a little bit of time. Um, I got a few other games uh, overseas. I had Ginger Beyond the Crystal. Um, Songbird Symphony, uh, which I haven't really played much of either of those yet, because I've been—I was focusing on Dragon Quest XI at the time. Uh, Grave Danger, Asterix and Obelix XXL2, the limited edition. Um, I know it was recently announced for the states. Uh, it's called something different, but um, this was the Ellie came with like little figures. And Onamusha finally got a copy of that, which is a classic PS2 series that I've been definitely wanting to revisit again. Um, then, a surprise purchase. Uh, my wife saw Wheel of Fortune in Jeopardy at Walmart, and she's like, well, we need to get that. So, picked up a Wheel of Fortune Jeopardy combo. Uh, haven't played it at all, so classics. Um, then JP actually sent me Trine 1-3. to and Aegis Defenders, uh, which was a Best Buy version. He sent me both of those, which I was supposed to get from him um, in Connecticut at Retro World Expo. But as you know from the last episode, I wasn't able to get out there. Um, and JP also sent me the limited edition of Link's Awakening. Um, the version from overseas in the amazing box. Um, that's going to be an awesome display piece because I have so much Zelda. I love Legend of Zelda. Um, then there's another amazing game. It's the Ukulele and the Impossible Lair. Um, I have been playing that game on and off. I love that it's a spiritual successor to Donkey Kong Country. And basically, I find myself picking it up, playing a level every once in a while. So, super, super cool. Um, and definitely a great follow-up to a Banjo-Kazooie-style ukulele from the original, which a lot of people didn't like. Um, I played it a little bit and I like it so I definitely think that both of those games may be a Switch Mania playcast game in the future um, also got The Witcher 3 the limited edition version and been playing that game as well um, never actually dug my teeth into The Witcher 3 on modern next gen last gen consoles um, so being able to get it for the Switch is great in handheld mode it's awesome and so far, you know, again, the giant amount of content in this game is a little bit overwhelming. So I haven't dug into it as much as I would like to. Um, but I definitely have been enjoying it, the little bit that I did play. Um, I finally got Celestin from Limited Run Games, which is awesome. And then got in the limited edition, which I think it has a little figure with it, of Shakedown Hawaii. Um, as soon as I played that game, so I popped it in. It's Super Nintendo Grand Theft Auto. I literally couldn't put it down for two days straight and ended up beating the entire game. Almost get 100% on the whole thing. So the game is amazing. Um, those of you that just want an open world in a Super Nintendo style, that's the game for you. It's really awesome. Um, next game that I ended up getting from Limited Run was River City Girls. 
And this one was a super fun one to pop in because um, my daughter played it with me. So London and I played two-player co-op River City Girls. And I will say the game is pretty hard, but my daughter didn't give up. I mean, she's seven. And we were both playing through. She was the girl with the pink hair or the pinkish hair. And I was the girl with the black hair. And we were going through playing. Um, there was a, a move in there from Double Dragon 2, which was awesome. You bought it from Jimmy Lee. Uh, it's the flying knee from Double Dragon 2. Except for you just like press up and attack and it does the flying knee. But you can do it with a combo. And you can hit people in the air. So it's like what I was asking for with VGBS when we did the Double Dragon 4 episode. That you could like juggle characters. You can do that in River City Girls. It's so cool. And... We got to this platforming section, though. Um, We played a few different days. uh, But we got to this platforming section, and it was pretty difficult to get two players to succinctly get through. Because if you hit the floor, it hit a squeaky toy and woke up a guy and kicked you out of the area. Um, So London and I were playing it. She would mess up, or I would mess up. And eventually, we realized that you could save and quit, and it would take away one of the players. So then I just jumped through and beat that and that was the last time we played it up until now i'm assuming though that we'll knock out some more river city girls in the future hopefully we do um some other games that i picked up that i haven't gotten time to play yet uh picked up killer queen black which i've been wanting to play apparently it's going to ruin some friendships which is awesome definitely want to play it um got in ghost and unepic the combo pack which is a play asia exclusive um Definitely awesome. I've been wanting to play Ghost. And then um, on Epic, I played back in the day digitally. I want to say on PS Network, but I haven't played it in a long time. But I want to. It's going to be cool. Um, got a couple beat-em-ups with the Ninja Saviors um, and 99 Vitas, the LE version of that. Which, by the way, the box of the 99 Vitas LE is like amazing it has that awesome magnet with the high quality box that like attaches and flips so cool and I got Neurovoider um, which is another game I've been waiting to play Uh, it's going to be awesome Um, got in from super rare games Evil Land uh, and I actually popped that in and played and beat the entire first game and the second game's on there too so I played it, beat it. It was awesome. I'm definitely looking forward to playing Evil Land 2. And it's an action RPG, so it's right up my alley, pun intended. Um, and then I also picked up Ring Fit Adventure. Only because I asked my daughter, London, I'm like, hey, do you want to play this? We'll, we'll do little exercises. And she's like, yes, I want to play it, Daddy. I want to play it. So I got it. Um, we both played it the first day, which was fun. Uh, she played the first level. I played the entire first world. Uh, And then I played it a couple days later. I played through most of the second world. And I will say that it's a little bit challenging. And I'm in shape. I mean, I can run, you know, I ran five miles yesterday. And, you know, you get a little bit winded because you're hitting different muscles that you don't normally hit. So when you're doing the ring, the first exercise with the ring, you're pushing it in. But you're pushing it in like 20 or 30 times in a row. And then you go do like a chair pose or you're doing squats, but you're doing like 20 or 30 squats. Um, and you're doing like leg tucks. You're doing 20 or 30 leg tucks. So it, the amount of repetitions is what gets challenging. And I do have it 
all the way up as hard as it will go for for difficulty with Ring Fit. Whereas my daughter had it at like three, I had it at like 25. And I think that's as high as it goes. If it asks me to go up higher, I will, um, just for a challenge. Because every time you can do your um, pulse, and when I did my pulse, it says very light workout. So even though you know it feels challenging, it's still not really getting a good cardio workout at all. But for those of you that are sedimentary and you know don't get out too often, um, it's it'd be a really great workout. And I like the RPG aspects. You're fighting enemies. You're collecting stuff. Um, so it's pretty interactive too. And you get a jog in place, which you know that's hit or miss for people. But um, super cool. Uh, and I definitely want to play it more. I wanted to do it like every day, but of course, you know, procrastination. <laughs> The final game I just picked up, and I picked it up yesterday night, actually, so I'm recording this on the 2nd of November, so I picked it up on the 1st, is Luigi's Mansion 3, and this morning I played it until my Switch died, and I think it only lasted about 3 hours in handheld mode, fully charged Switch, I'm using those giant controllers, you know, the Damon X Machina big controllers, but... That's about three hours. Um, I mean, it's classic Luigi's Mansion. Um, love it. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 1, I got it with the GameCube at launch, and it was super fun. Um, played through a bunch of Dark Moon till I got on the 3DS until I got stuck, and I never went back and revisited it. So it's cool to play Luigi's Mansion 3. Just got the Gooigi, and I'm running around. Um, you basically, as you beat bosses, they give you more floors to the mansion. There's a lot of floors. So I think I have like three or four floors unlocked. I'm just going back and like catching stuff that I may have missed. And it's just a fun little game. I mean, I haven't had any difficulty at all. The controls are spot on. I do love the added um, analog for the Daemonox Machina um, Joy-Cons. Can't recommend those enough. Those are the way to play the uh, the Switch, even though it adds a little bit of width to it. Uh, they're pretty light, so it's not really heavy. So, definitely awesome. That's a lot of games that I got, everybody. Um, I do have some news and rumors and stuff, but I'm planning on doing an interview um, or chatting with, actually, just chatting with my buddy Xander Scullion. Um, I plan on doing that soon uh, since I'm assuming JP is going to continually duck out. I'm pretty sure it's because as we do the Switch Collector update, he hasn't done his section yet for writing. Um, All the writing was due at the end of October. Uh, So things are going to get pushed a little as it does happen. Um, That's why we put a later date for it so but all the news and the cool stuff that i want to talk about i'm going to save to uh to shoot the uh shoot the side s-h-i-t with uh xander later um so i sent out all these surveys for the switch collector book um been sitting here all day like adding all the add-ons and all the craziness of all the stories because i still have to get all the backer stories in um the book's completely written from a physical standpoint i still have to do the digital only i had some professional writers but a lot of them were quote unquote busy so they haven't gotten me a lot of their write-ups um alan who was supposed to be on this recording with me he had an issue with the family at home or something where their daughter was doing something so he couldn't record which is fine um but he got me his side he got me his stories but i think i still might have 20 30 you know, write-ups for digital-only games to uh, to knock on myself, which that'll also add on time uh, to everything. So I'm editing and I'm formatting 
all the physical reviews into the book. It's going to take some time uh, because the complete virtual boy is in stock and at the warehouse. And I shipped out all of those in the last couple weeks, as well as the Walter Day book that I helped produce is completely QC'd with the printer. And that is just now sent off to printing. So it's been a busy month for me in October, uh, besides for going to two or 15 days straight of training where I really had no access to the internet outside of like a couple social media checks. Um, I really had no opportunities to do any work on any books because it was some intense training that I went through. So basically, I'm going to be focusing on getting the Switch Collector in a state of completion. Um, I'm working on a lot of stuff because I still have to find a pin creator for the for the limited edition case with manual and pin. Um, I have to produce and create all the cards, which also the contributors are each getting a card for contributing to the book, along with those that helped make this project a reality. Um, have to order all the different pieces i have to custom stain all of the switch game cases um i have to also design a slip case because i have a certain website uh that i'm going to be collaborating with in the near future um and i'm going to be offering these not the wooden slip case but an actual book premium book slipcase um, and I'm going to design a new art for that um, I may have an artist draw it up we'll see um, or I may use Rusty's awesome art that we're using for the cover um, I kind of like to do unique things for the slipcases that we can kind of add to and make it like iterative so when volume 2 comes out it actually flows and looks really cool um, so that's the thing that's going to be um, a lot a very time consuming and getting all of those pieces, I, I promise you, I'm not with volume two, I'm not doing this many tiers because it is going to take a while. Um, not to mention that I'm moving across the country in right, right around Christmas, right after Christmas in January. So I'll be moving across the country, going from Texas to Georgia. So that's going to eat some time because I have to move my entire house, my entire collection, everything. And I have a lot of video games I collect for all systems so it is going to be a wild time um here for the next couple months but i'm going to keep at it and keep everybody updated uh for what is going on i want to keep this as a short update episode um but definitely thank you for the continued support um there are a lot of things that I'll be updating on the Switch Collector in the upcoming month uh, before we get to the Christmas season. Also working with a really cool guy um, about another new series that we're going to be doing. Um, it is going to be called The Easy Way. <laughs> and his name is Steve Grantlin. He is a awesome speedrunner and we're going to be releasing a friday the 13th book um and he has basically figured out a way to explain how to beat friday the 13th on the nes better than anybody else in history 
and he has already essentially created the book on it, and I'm going to help him make that book a reality at a high level of quality that I've been putting out, and it's going to be super fun because this guy has a lot of ideas, and it's super cool. It'll be super exciting, um, and all I'm going to do is I'm going to help him with a Kickstarter launch for that. Uh, it's going to launch on Friday the 13th in December, uh, so I'm going to be working on that as well while I'm working on the, the Switch Collector Volume 1 and getting that ready um, throughout the next little bit of time. But that is it for a quick episode 22, really, really short episode 22. Um, I will have to say that before I go, I do want to talk about one game because I, I beat, um, what was it, Evil Land? And I beat Shakedown Hawaii. But there's this game that I play. It's like, it starts with an H. It's a downloaded game. Can anybody guess what it is? With an H. Anybody know? Anybody know? <laughs> of course I know nobody's actually on the other side since JP's floating around. But I'm actually looking it up as I'm, as I'm going through right now. Um, I was sent a code for the game. It's called Habrosia. H-A-B-R-O-X-I-A. I say I think it's Brogia, sure. Not Habroxia. But anyways, it is a really, really amazing game. Um, the game is like a shoot 'em up, and just like the NES game Life Force, it changes from side-scrolling shoot 'em up to or side-scrolling shooter, kinda like, you know, Life Force Gradius, to an top-down shooter, too. And what I like about it is it's not a bullet hell shooter. It's a old school NES shooter where you have, you know, some enemies flying at you, tons of enemies. There's not a ton of bullets. Um, and there's 15 different campaign levels. Um, I went and actually played through the entire thing uh, and through a bunch of different modes. Um, there's different unique boss fights. There's like 10 of them that I played through. Um, and a nice upgrade system that you stays with your ship. Um, I like the switch between the horizontal and the vertical levels. It is a really, really fun game. It was released at the end of September, and I was playing through it. Uh, super, super fun game that I highly recommend. Habrosia for the Nintendo Switch. Um, and... The thing is, is like when it comes to shoot 'em ups, I've been kind of getting burnt out, and this one reinvigorated me a lot on it, on the actual, um, the whole, the whole genre itself per se. It's published by East Asia Soft, so I want to thank East Asia Soft for sending out a code. Um, it was developed by Lilimo Games, so Lilimo Games, you all, you guys definitely knocked it out of the park with the style. Um, and I highly recommend everybody picks it up. It's like $8 right now in the eShop, which is super affordable for such a high-quality game. Um, and so I definitely recommend picking it up. And so t the next day, which I'm planning on hopefully recording it tomorrow, uh, when I get Xander on, we're going to talk about some stuff. Um, such as, I'm going to see if he's played Ring Fit Adventure at all, um, the giant Joy-Cons, if anybody else has played if he's played it. Um, we're going to talk about goal points on the Switch, as well as the digital games, uh, under a dollar. Like, do you like that? 
does everybody like the digital games and you know that they continually go down in price like when you buy a game full price and then it the next like a month later it's half price of that like what what do what do people think about that what does he think about that too um that walmart has titles for fifty dollars so when i got luigi's mansion 3 i bought it at walmart instead of sixty dollars it's 50 i think that's how walmart is just undercutting the competition but uh if you're gonna buy new games like full price the sixty dollar games go to walmart it's fifty dollars that's ridiculous um, as well as companies like that do a Kickstarter release, for example, and then have multiple other releases before they send out the Kickstarter backers their stuff. So there's there's some some cool stuff to talk about with Xander, um, and it'll be it'll be fun to see if like his realm of the Switch because I know he's a huge emulator when it comes to retro stuff. He doesn't really collect, so it'll be cool to see his perspective on the Nintendo Switch, because I think he's kind of like me, where he kind of picks up what he wants. So, one thing is, um, make sure you answer and let us know what digital-only games you want to see in the Switch Collector Volume 1. Um, so that means, you know, the first year of the Nintendo Switch. Which di- what digital-only games do you want to see? Of course, we're hitting some of the big ones, but... You know, is there anything that we may have missed? I've seen a few people give some great recommendations, and I've added them to the uh, to the boat. I've added them to it. So definitely check out Habrosia. Um, Shakedown Hawaii is amazing. The ukulele possible lair game is an awesome tribute to Donkey Kong Country. And Evil Land is an awesome Zelda-like game. Those are the games I've been playing. Hopefully, I get back to Dragon Quest XI sometime, and maybe The Witcher 3. But right now, my focus is going to be on Luigi's Mansion 3. Um, of course, if I can ever get JP on for a recording, uh, we're going to cover Link's Awakening. Here are his excuses why he couldn't play Sydney Hunter, which is not that difficult to play. I've beaten Link's Awakening. Still, I'm about halfway through um, Sydney Hunter still. Haven't tried picked that up yet since the last time we recorded, but I definitely want to knock that out too because that game is fun um but anyways thanks everybody for listening sorry for the the wait but um if jp continues to duck me i will come back and do another recording if you like just hearing me babble about switch stuff i mean i can make this more of a constant thing when when jp's not available i can still knock out a quick you know under 30 minute episode let me know um, check us out. I'm at Hagen's Alley on Twitter, Instagram. At Instagram, it's at Hagen's Alley Books. Um, on Facebook, on YouTube. Uh, if you want to see me start streaming some Switch games, I can absolutely try to figure that out and make sure it happens. Because once I move cross country, I won't be subjected to this really crappy internet that I currently have here in the middle of nowhere. Can't drink the water, Texas. So I would definitely be up for some streaming sometime in the future. Anyways. Thank you all for listening, and go to switchopedia.com. You can pre-order the Switch Collector. Only the book's available, by the way. Um, So thanks for the support, making that book fully funded, and thanks for listening. (laughs) 